Welcome back, I'm Kim Bailey. She's Juliana Osborne and this is Inside Exec. Today I'm going to be in trouble because <laughs> today where our topic is starting a long-term project and maintaining momentum. And before we started recording today, I did get into trouble because I am involved in a long-term project and I have lost momentum and the boss was not thrilled with the situation and all of her reactions were exactly what I expected. <laughs> so now apparently I have regained momentum because I've got things that I have to do in the next seven days. So let us talk, first of all, about long-term projects. We'll use this one that I'm involved with as an example. This is a, a project that will not come to fruition until 2026. So we're talking five years away. But we do need, because it's a, on a world scale, a world convention, we do need to start our planning now and there will be a lead-up event in 2024. So first deadline is 2024 and the next one's 2026. But before all of that happens, there has to be some agreement at a world level to actually let it happen. And so I'm still in that early stage of preparing the proposals that will go to the world body for them to say yes and then I can do or implement the rest of the planning after that. So obviously everything has to be in place before I do the first step because it is such a long time away and because of all of the other excuses that we can come up with so easily for anything that is long-term, I haven't done anything in the past four weeks towards a bar one email. And of course, when reporting time came today, oh, I knew yesterday, I knew when I looked at what I was doing today and thought, got to report in tomorrow. What are you going to say? You've done that, nothing. See what she says and you know what she'll say. So I went through all of that conversation last night before the meeting today, but the momentum gets affected by the things that we stack up ourselves to say this is why the excuse is weird, this is why it can't be done, this is why I don't need to do anything now, I'll, I'll wait till this meeting happens or that meeting happens or this information comes. And so there's all sorts of ways that we can slow ourselves down. So let's look today not just at me and my lost momentum, but in general terms, when you've got a long-term project, you might be managing others. At the moment, I'm not managing others. It's just me at, at this early stage. So I don't have to engender momentum in anyone else as yet, but I know that I will have to. I know that in 12 months' time, when we, we are starting to do the planning for the next stages, and people are still thinking, you know, it's five years away, it's four years away, there's plenty of time, that awful phrase, there's plenty of time. There isn't, because the more, obviously, that you can do planning and getting things in place, the easier it becomes as the date looms closer and closer. Know all of that theory, love all of that theory, not going to live it at the moment. So let's hear what you've got to say. What do I have to do? As Kim just said, it's not just about her. And I don't think she got it all right anyway, which I will, as usual, correct as I go along. But <laughs> firstly, the most important thing about any project of this size and long term is that it has a proper launch. I'm happy to say that this did happen. So we have to acknowledge that this did happen. The launch did happen. There is few more things that we can build on that as you go along. So in general terms, launching the project is letting the key players know that this is big, this is important, this is exciting, this is going to happen. Part of the process that's in this example, it's some done and some is being done, is 
identifying the key players, the immediate key players and the extended key players. In this example, they are around the world. So it's not that easy. Identify sponsors. Again, it's within a company. It could be within the management team. It could be a combination in a global organization. And if this project is a global one for your company across other countries as well. Have a steering committee if necessary. You can have more than one steering committee depending on which angle of the project, the finance aspect, the material aspect, etc. You could look at those. It's very, very important that you celebrate and acknowledge wins. These can be easy wins, they can be small wins, they can be large wins. One of the things that I'm correcting here is the fact that there was quite a lot to celebrate in the time that Kim Yu launched this. I think that is so important that we keep mentioning that and keeping tally. The amount of work that you have done and the steps that you have achieved to now are enormous and they are enormous in that particular um, small piece in, in a short uh, space of time. So that is something that unfortunately we all sometimes so keen on keep going, keep going, that we do not acknowledge and celebrate. That's good for whoever it is involved in the project, whether they, the bystanders, they waiting and anxiously hearing about your project, whether it is you as the leader of the project, whether it is you as an organization or the team working on the project. So that I can't push that high enough. The other one is maintaining your own as a leader of any kind, particularly of a project this size, look after yourself. Looking after yourself, I know you're doing that. You have a routine in the morning. You're looking after whether you're getting enough exercise, reading, whatever. And I really think that is important for anything to keep your energy up, to keep your mindset right and to get enough sleep, etc., etc. When things are going through the projects, there is no project worth doing that does not have obstacles. There is no project worth doing that doesn't have frustrations and sometimes you feel you've gone two steps forward and five back and you, we that that is a nature of some of the projects maintaining a positive tone even though that you feel like oh god it's all too hard is important and do that by being genuine and calling on the positiveness in some cases i, I, I would say manage conflict that might be too hard but what I want to say is when people are exhibiting various point of views is really good and it's really healthy to do so. However, when it turns into a little fight for win-lose situation, you need to manage that conflict either personally or through another person or another method. People that will listen to that will dissolve the conflict by showing respect to the both point of views and making sure that people are being recognized and appreciated, but also de-escalate and stop the negativeness spreading. Miscommunication. I hate miscommunication because it happens and it destroys a lot. I don't want to go there, but even on the vaccine in, in, in this environment, you have people who are supposed to know better and who are in a position 
to speak only facts, <laughs> not. So be aware of that. Don't get angry and start whatever. Just give the facts again and again and again and again. So people will see if you're talking financial, have financial backing for it. If you're talking technical, get your technical expert to articulate and explain. So people who are the ones, the authority on this subject are the ones that would it will tell as it is until the genuine information and not that misinformation by people who are either scared of the project or anti-project or whatever it is. Losing momentum can happen. It can happen. It's long. We've got other things. Some people are working on more than just that project as you are. And in that case, then every now and again, you've got to breathe the sense of urgency. It might seem like two years ago away, sorry, but that will be here quicker than what we think we're already in 2021. And then the, the other one is get someone else to give a presentation on it. You know, they're hearing you, you're doing really well, etc. But get someone who's passionate about a certain aspect and get them to communicate that, whether it is by teleconferencing, by paper note or, or whatever your method is at the moment, get them to do that. Have those one-on-one -on -one calls and catch-ups, again, in between and, and thereabouts. But most importantly is celebrating every bit of achievement, if step of the way, even though if it's big or small, then have the, the obstacles turn into a number of opportunities and saying, okay, so what is, what, what is the hardest thing about that? Acknowledge it. So, right, now we've done this before. Somebody will say we've done this before. It didn't work. In fact, it burned us. It cost us this. It cost us that. And then say, great, thanks for sharing that. Now let's have a look at it and say, all right, what is different now to what was then? What do we have now that we didn't have then or vice versa? And let's look at how many things can we come up with. And people are innovative once they, you know, and they get energized. One person will start the ball rolling, then another. If need be, go back to what I said before, say, all right, yeah, this does sound a little hard. Why don't we get couple of people to work just on that for the next week to sort of goes in the outs of this issue and at least half a dozen solutions. And just keep reminding yourself as well as the people that you're working with, what is the reason we're doing this? What's that? There was a good reason, otherwise you wouldn't have started it. What is the end game here? When, when this happened, it's going to be great because if we don't do it, it's going to feel, Ugh, or is it going to even make it worse feeling than just we didn't do it? What is your responsibility as a group to maintain that for the future and for the future of all the people in this environment, whether it's a project for the business, a project for a club or whatever it is? What comes out of that for me in a review sense is that the important part of the launch is to make it a launch that nights some sort of feeling across the board and if as in my case that comes as a video that you go back and you watch that video and yes. you reunite yourself but also I think that sometimes in looking at the broader picture and in looking at the end result we do a very broad plan 
And so when we look at the plan, it's these major steps, the milestones that we have to achieve, and there's nothing in between. We haven't broken it down into the steps. And so I think that one of the solutions for me with this project would have been and should be from now on, she said very quickly, looking at the face on the other screen. I'm writing notes. <laughs> is that in looking at the project, yes, I've got the big milestones and they're very clear milestones, but those now need to be broken down almost into weekly tasks so that every week I've got something that I have to do and that will automatically keep the momentum going without me having to think about, oh, what should I do this week or what else needs to be done? If I've got that set down and I've thought about it enough, then I can break it down into those very, very small components. That is momentum. That is doing something. That is moving you. And that's what momentum is. It's just moving you. You might be moving at the pace that you would like to be or you think you should be, but you are moving. And when you, you get to that milestone and you look back at it and you think, done all of that already it's self-feeding in that sense is that if you're in a position where you've taken on a large project break it down to the smallest possible elements that you can if you're like me that's what you need to to keep yourself going well see the project plan is really what you're saying is about breaking it up into minute tasks action by whom by when the other thing is that's really good about it is it shows up dependencies so it says well I really can't do that without doing this now because they, that's dependent and like any good project plan the better you fill in your plan, the better results you're going to get and, and follow up and you know exactly what stopped it or yeah. what they're I think for me that that the, the failing initially was that because it was a long term, a long, long amount of time that I had for the project and I knew the major milestones, I was lazy and didn't break it down any further. And so that meant that I got to this point in this stage of the project where I know what the next milestone is. I know that that can't happen really until end of February, March sometime. And so all of January, I said, oh, well, everyone's on holidays. You know, there's nothing else that needs to be done. But as I found out today, there are things that do need to be done and I'll have to be doing them. So the momentum has returned. But it, it, it was simply that. It was simply about the two of us, me talking through what needed to be done, and the two of us coming up with what, what's the next step, what's the next plan. And so the, the momentum is ignited again. So my recommendation based on my experience is if you've got a long-term big project and you know major milestones, break them down right at the start into whatever you can that fits into that category so that there is always something that you can look at and say and make a decision on and then you are always moving towards the, the end goal. I'm not finished. I also still want to emphasise that what we're missing here is not what you could have done differently and what you're doing going forward, which is fantastic. But I want to repeat, when Minchin didn't do something for a couple of weeks or whatever it is, that's because you've done enough work in another two weeks before that for four weeks ahead. And I'm not going to keep quiet about when you have achieved quite a lot and you're not telling yourself and marking that it's not just about a pat on the back. It's a practical um, ignition of the fact that what's been achieved, where you're at, 
and how much you already achieved and where you're going. So I think other than that, I would just like to say celebrate what you've done, recognise what you've done and others that helped you with it, even with the speed of the response of some of those people. With normally you think, oh, they sleep on it because it's January or whatever. But you've got some responses, which is really good. So I think, again, celebrate little bits as you go along. And, and all of that keeps the fire burning, which is yeah. been the momentum is. Well, now that we have uh, resolved my issues and what I have to do in the next few weeks, and she's laughing hysterically, I'll tell you. But thank you, Kim, because I know that um, that this is about your experience, but it's also a great one to share for others. I appreciate that there's lots of, of you out there who do have long-term projects and who do find it a challenge to keep going when you reach a hiatus, when you think that there's there's nothing that can be done at this point in time. So I hope that the discussion today has given you some things to think about and maybe some, some tips that you can implement when with your long-term projects. But for now, I'm Kim Bowie. She's Pauliana Osborne and this is Inside Exec.